Hey, welcome to the SEO Life Podcast. My name is Nathan Gotch, founder of Gotch SEO, and each week we give you practical and actionable SEO advice that actually works so you can grow any business you want. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to our podcast, and let's jump right in. So there are hundreds of actions you can take in a single SEO campaign, but not every action is created equally. That's why in episode two of the SEO Life podcast, I'll be explaining the difference between high impact and low impact SEO actions. Understanding the difference will not only save you precious time, but will also dramatically improve your SEO results. Let's jump in. So let me start with the high impact actions that every SEO should be focusing on, or at least leading the charge on. So the first and most important high impact SEO action is creating content assets. Content is the lead domino for any effective long-term SEO campaign. And not only can creating content around specific keyword phrases drive traffic to your website, but your content can also be your primary asset for acquiring backlinks as well. The truth is it's extremely challenging to acquire backlinks without content assets, but they will make your life a hell of a lot easier when you have them. I personally believe that most of the focus of any good SEO campaign is going to be dedicated to developing content strategy and then going out there and creating incredible content assets. The second high impact action in my experience is performing content audits. Most websites don't create content with SEO in mind, and that's why performing a content audit is critical in most cases. If you do a content audit the right way, you'll be able to identify pages that are outdated, thin, duplicate, or just outright bad. You then have to decide whether you're going to delete the pages, redirect them, or improve them, and that decision should be based on existing data. For example, if a page sucks, but it has 20 linking root domains, it may be worth the effort to improve it. But if it isn't worth improving, or it's no longer relevant, then you can redirect it to a relevant page on your website so you can retain the backlink equity. The third high impact action you can take is optimizing your website's architecture. In short, an effective website architecture will help Google crawl your website more efficiently, will help users flow through your website effortlessly, and will flow backlink equity through your website. And when this happens, when you start flowing link equity through the website because of a well-built site architecture, it's going to make your website more authoritative. And when your website becomes more authoritative, you don't need as many backlinks to rank for your target keywords. So basically, you should be trying to squeeze as much authority out of every backlink you get so your website just becomes an authoritative powerhouse. Because at the end of the day, acquiring backlinks is expensive and time-consuming, so it's a wise idea to try to get the most out of them that you can. And so that is why developing an effective site architecture is a good use of your time. The fourth high-impact SEO action that I recommend you focus on is to optimize your site's technical and user experience performance. Now, this one is tricky because there are high impact and low impact actions within it, but I'll focus on the high impact actions because I'll be hitting the low impact ones in a second. So the high impact technical issues that you must tackle are site loading speed, mobile friendliness, and crawling and indexing. The medium impact actions include fixing redirect issues, fixing broken links, and handling 404s that have existing link equity. The fifth high impact SEO action is trying to acquire backlinks. As you probably know, backlinks are the necessary fuel for almost every successful SEO campaign. And out of the thousands of keywords I've tackled over the last five years, I've only had a couple that ranked without backlinks. 
you almost always need quality backlinks in pretty much every scenario, whether you like it or not. And as I mentioned before, using a content-centric approach is the most scalable link building strategy. But there are some non-content dependent link building tactics that include landing guest posts, getting media mentions about your company, participating in expert roundups, getting listed in a relevant blog role, or contributing to horror requests. And now the sixth and final high impact SEO action is to build systems. I focused on this topic in episode one of the SEO Life podcast, so make sure you listen to that one to learn more. But to recap, there are many micro actions within the larger actions I mentioned above that can be documented, systemized, and outsourced so that you can spend your time on high-level strategy and high-impact actions. So now it's time for me to cover the low-impact SEO actions that you should either outsource, avoid, or don't even think about at all. So the first low-impact action is spending your time rewriting meta descriptions, messing with alt tags, or fixing broken links. Anyone can do these actions, and that should be your basis for what you should be spending your time on. If anyone can do what you're doing with little effort, thought, or guidance, then it's probably going to be a low-impact action. As I mentioned in episode one, you need to be careful not to spend your time on minimum wage activities. And this isn't a jab at people who work for minimum wage, because I've worked for minimum wage several times in my life. But I also learned that if you want to maximize your time, grow your business, and make more money, you need to be extremely careful with what you spend your time on. You have to think about how you can be more effective, not more efficient, as Peter Drucker has said. And please do not forget that you cannot get your time back. That's why it's critical that you think about every single assignment that you get or attempt to give yourself. Ask yourself, can you systemize the assignment or hand it to someone else? Always ask yourself similar questions before you get into the weeds of any project. The second low impact action is spending your time manipulating or caring about keyword density. Do you want to know how much time I personally spend on keyword density for every new keyword targeted content asset I create? The answer is zero seconds because it's a huge waste of time. Place your target keyword in the title, the URL, the first sentence, and then just focus on writing naturally. And when you do that, you'll end up mentioning the keyword phrase or variations without even thinking about it. In fact, I create my content first and then add the target keywords in the places I just mentioned. Focus on creating incredible content, not trying to trick Google's algorithm into thinking your content is worthy. Just make it worthy and your rankings will actually stick. The third low impact action is spending your time getting non-editorial backlinks, such as profile links, forum signature links, or any submission-based links. I'll admit there are definitely some diamonds in the rough on the niche and local level, but 99% of these links are a waste of time and will have little or no positive impact on your results. Plus, even if you want to get these links, it's a process that can be easily systemized and outsourced. The last low-impact action that I can think of is caring too much about third-party metrics, and I really hate this one a lot because it makes me cringe every time someone asks me, how can I increase my DA? Or they frantically ask me, my trust flow dropped, what do I do? These are third-party metrics. The only KPIs that you should care about when it comes to SEO performance is your organic search traffic. Listen to me carefully. Third-party metrics don't matter. You can have a successful SEO campaign without caring about DA, DR, or trust flow, even for a second. The truth is, Ahrefs, Majestic, OpenSight Explorer, and SEMrush are fundamental tools for an SEO campaign, but their in-house metrics should not be guiding your SEO decisions or fueling any insecurities you might have about your campaign. 
focus on organic search traffic in Google Analytics. If that goes up, you're doing well. If that goes down, you need to diagnose it. It's as simple as that. So that is it for episode two. I hope this episode helped you learn more about what you should be focusing on within your SEO campaign and what you shouldn't be focusing on very much. Because the truth is, if you spend your time on these high impact actions, you're going to see far better results. And you have to really value your time because it's so incredibly important. Because the truth is, we don't get our time back. So you really need to value it. And you need to spend your time on the things that are going to get you the absolute best results possible, either for your business or for your client's business. So that is all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed it, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever I have this podcast listed. And if you really enjoyed it, you can share it with your friends. That'd be awesome. Okay, thank you so much for listening.